I had a romantic and spicy relationship with my cousin. We were so in love with each other. We had the perfect relationship and we never had a single fight. We were basically the exact same person with the exact same personality. We were so compatible and we had so much passion and chemistry it was insane. We knew each other so well that we could read the emotions and thoughts of the other just by looking at their facial expressions and eyes. Our spicy relationship was pure passion and love. So romantic, so satisfying without the raunchiness. Like it was on a different level from just being hookups to getting off. Our spicy time was something to do to be close to each other and bond. There was no pressure to do spicy stuff that I was uncomfortable with, which is what most of my fellow female peers used to complain about at that time. Our pleasure came from purely just attraction to each other. The electric chemistry between each of us was unreal. We were each other's first kiss and we lost our virginities together. He was the most gorgeous guy to ever exist. Blonde hair, blue eyes, broad shoulders, strong, manly jaw. Something so pure and sweet about him and his sweet smile with dimples. He was a rower and had a chest like a barrel, big, strong arms. When he held me, it felt like his arms were strong enough to crush me. We would spend hours just staring into each other's eyes, caressing and kissing each other. He was so selfless and would have done anything for me. I was so in love with him and I felt drunk with emotion just by looking at him and being in his presence. I felt like I was the luckiest girl in the world that somebody like him could love me. We were so supportive of each other. We just never had any relationship problems or drama. Just by looking at me, he could tell how I was feeling, what I was thinking, what I needed. And he always knew the right thing to say or do. He just got me and he understood me. Just by looking at him, I could anticipate what he needed, wanted from me, and I would do anything to make him happy. Every moment we spent together was absolute bliss. We were together for three years, which hands down were the best times of my life. Everybody around us hated us for being together because we were cousins. We were secretive and hid the relationship at first, gradually became more open as various people caught us and spread gossip. We broke up because our family forced us apart and took us away to different parts of the world. His parents actually made him leave school where he had amazing grades and was successful in sports. They made him go work at the dirty oil refinery as punishment. We are both married to other people now and we never talk to each other or see each other. All the people who judged us so harshly were people who had relationship problems and couldn't make relationships work. Our relationship was absolutely perfect, unselfish, mature, supportive, and the people who made us separate were people with their own personal problems and relationship problems, who should have been mimicking us instead of obsessively trying to destroy what we had. We were raised together, but we never got a crush on each other until we became teens. When I first got a crush on him, I was worried over the fact that he was my cousin, but the moment that we were close together, about to have our first kiss, I immediately lost all care that he was my cousin. After that, any guilt overdoing these types of things with my cousin vanished, and the only trouble it caused was the trouble caused by the disapproval of outsiders. After the relationship ended, I felt some guilt over it for some years. I felt like I was a pervert, but I have since overcome that, and I am at peace with it all. Sweet home Alabama. Da -da 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 -da. I had an affair with a married man. I really want to get this off my chest. I had an affair with a married man that lasted about a year. It was both emotional and physical. We acted like a legit couple except in the night when he went to go sleep at his house. They sleep in separate rooms. They didn't hook up. She's not really interested in him based on what I saw and what he told me. I still am not 100% sure about all of that. But that's what I believed while it lasted. How could he otherwise spend hours with me daily? How could he speak with me all night? How could he go to one day trips with me if it was different? 
During the time we had this affair, she never called him or needed anything from him. They never did anything together, to be honest. Their relationship was like this for about five years. I was in a relationship with him, believing I found love, believing we both found love. And since their relationship was dead and she didn't seem like she had any feelings, I thought it was all worth a shot. I thought she didn't care already. The previous paragraph was written to somehow justify ourselves or to lower the level of hatred that I know I'm going to get in these comments. Anyways, our relationship ended a while ago. I cannot stop thinking about him. I still believe he is the love of my life. Just today, he sent me a text saying that he will always love me. I'm dying inside knowing that I lost him. And he wasn't even legitimately mine. I'm devastated to know I'll never again have a connection so deep. The other reason I'm writing this is that I'm not really aware of the reality or the impact the affair could have on her if she finds out. And it's none of my curiosity. And it's on my mind constantly. This story just screams that you got used. I've said this before, but sometimes these confessions feel like they belong on the CW network because this husband could easily just be telling this woman all of this to make her believe everything was fine. But at the same time, maybe it is all real. But I'm curious, why did the relationship end then? Also, if this was all true, I don't understand why the guy was even in a relationship anymore. I mean, if you sleep in other rooms, I think it's GG at that point. I don't know. Is this OP a jerk in your opinion? I don't want to be with my boyfriend anymore. I finally feel like I don't want to be with him. He's so mean. He hardly shows his love to me and all he does is gaslight me instead of support me emotionally. He used to be my best friend. I couldn't wait to spend my future with him even through all the bad. Well, he showed me that he truly doesn't care and it doesn't matter how much I beg him, he will not change his behavior. I finally know I'll be better off without him and I actually want to pursue that path. He doesn't know any of this. No one knows any of this. I'm still scared to go through with it and it might actually take me a bit longer to get to the point where I can actually go through with it but I've now accepted that it will come I feel so free I'm so sad but I won't be hurt anymore by someone I've loved so so much it's so unfair but oh well he doesn't deserve me and I hope karma slaps him in the freaking face loser I just included this confession for all the single people out there listening even if you have been longing for a relationship just know they aren't always that great I hope this OP gets out soon. I'm 16 and I still play superheroes by myself. I'm super embarrassed to even write this, but I'm 16 years old and I often walk around and roleplay various superhero scenarios and plot lines on my own. I also create made-up characters in my head for my superhero stories, almost always something MCU related, and I just improv for a few days with the same storyline I made up. I also really like to create action scenes in my head. Honestly, I've been doing this ever since I was six and it's kind of grown to be a habit. Of course, it's completely a me thing, and literally no one knows about it. I honestly didn't even realize how childish it was until today, and I made myself really self-conscious. I'll probably never tell anyone that I still play superheroes. There's absolutely nothing wrong with this at all. For full transparency, I have to admit that I still do this myself. Maybe not to the extent of this OP, but this is a great writing tool in my opinion. I myself am working on my own comics and manga, and this type of imagination can help you flesh out characters and stories so much. Keep doing your thing, OP. I cheated on my girlfriend when I was 10 with a boy. Basically, I had a really toxic girlfriend when I was 10, year six in the UK. And we were on and off since year three, seven years old. Obviously, it wasn't serious as we were little kids and we didn't have a clue of what we were actually doing with our lives. Back then, I guess everyone thought the first friend you made that was a girl should be your girlfriend. Well, in year six, we were going out again and we were going on a school trip to the Isles near the UK. It was nothing special, but since that trip was the first trip I had that we stayed there, it was pretty exciting. So we got to stay in rooms, but obviously boys and girls were separated, and I was put with three boys. I've always been bisexual since I was eight, 
So obviously, you know it's the same as a straight boy staying with girls. So about three days into the trip, I heard rumors that my girlfriend liked another boy. This didn't surprise me as she had done this before and ended up blaming me for it. This has been going on for ages and the boy she apparently liked was actually my enemy. We used to be best friends, but we split and had numerous physical fights over the years. So hearing this, I got annoyed and upset. After another day of rumors, I got fed up to the point I wanted to flirt with other people. This meaning I went up to another girl and linked arms with her. The girl I did this with isn't even very attractive. I just used her to get back at my girlfriend. Things kicked off, but because my lodge was on the other side of camp from my girlfriend's, nothing really happened. So it was more of an internal rage. We had no phones allowed, so we weren't allowed to communicate online. Then the night came and this boy, who I'm going to call Ollie, was in my room and was basically a closeted gay, I think. But he acted completely straight and had girlfriends in the past. So it was time to go to bed when I spilt orange juice all over my mattress, meaning I had to share a bed with someone. I had to choose between a five foot six Turkish boy who was already asleep or another boy who wasn't very attractive or Ollie, who, by the way, isn't the most good looking, but was a nice boy. So obviously I chose Ollie and things were okay. But when I was attempting to go to sleep, I felt an arm wrap around my body. My stomach literally dropped and I moved my arms toward it. He was fully awake and was attempting to cuddle. I was utterly shocked and I didn't know what to do. My little 10-year-old bisexual mind was racing. So long story short, we cuddled more and I'm not going to go on more about it, but after that, I knew for sure he was definitely into boys. I'm currently 14 and I'm a closeted bisexual. I like boys more than girls. I have come out to one or two friends that I trust and yeah, I'm almost happy, I guess. Me and my girlfriend ended up breaking two days after after the incident with Ollie as she got bored of me. But little did she know, I was busy getting love from someone who wasn't toxic. You were 10! You were 10! 10! You should be playing Power Rangers and making Spongebob jokes. What the hell was this confession? These kids have to be from Degrassi. In all seriousness, this was my favorite comment from the post. You were 10. She wasn't toxic. You were children. I lost my virginity to a married man. I was very drunk. I was 21 and I had only recently started drinking at all. I had a ridiculous amount of bourbon. To be honest, I'm kind of impressed that I was awake and remember it at all. He was probably just as drunk as I was, but I'm not great at judging these things. He was probably in his mid-30s? If you ask me to tell you his age or even his name, I honestly couldn't tell you. I've only seen him that one night. He was a co-worker of a friend who was in town for a business thing. The last night they were there, we had a party because they didn't have to leave until the next day. I was going to crash on the couch in his hotel room because I was too drunk to drive home. And the moment everyone left, I didn't even hesitate. When I think about it now, I'm sort of like, what the hell was I thinking? I went to walk past him or walk towards him or whatever. I just sort of looked at him and all of a sudden I was thinking about how frisky I was. And it was probably obvious on my face because he kissed me and I kissed him back and all that. I knew he was married. I even freaking said something like, aren't you married? And he said, yeah, or something like that. I don't know. It's a little fuzzy. Forgive me. I was hammered. He looked a little guilty and it was awkward for a minute, but then he kissed me again and started taking off my clothes and I let it go. My head was moving a badrillion miles an hour. I could count the number of kisses I had on one hand. I've never been naked with a guy. There wasn't really any foreplay or anything. He kissed me on the bed and I told him I was a virgin. He panicked just for a second and almost backed out then. I could tell, but then he didn't. He climbed over me and we started hooking up. I was surprised because I didn't expect it to hurt, but I was really relieved to get it over with. 
I had always been anxious when guys would hit on me or when someone I was attracted to tried to get physical, even if I was attracted to them too. I was hoping the hookup would make things calm down, since it wouldn't be a mystery anymore. Yeah, it didn't. I felt so guilty the next morning. I still feel guilty now. I'm 24 now and he's the only guy I've been with, because thinking about hooking up just makes me feel guilty now. When I think about it, I just wonder how things are going for his wife. I hope she's okay. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No matter how many times I hear stories about cheating husbands or wives, it never ceases to blow my mind how easily they disregard other people's lives. Even though she still worries about the situation today, the only loser here is the wife. I don't have anything against this OP. She was single and obviously wasn't in the right state of mind. Even though she still worries about the situation today, the only loser here is the wife of the dude she hooked up with. This probably wasn't the first or last time he's hooked up on a business trip. I want to unalive myself, but I have kids. The only reason I am alive is because of my kids. But it's not because I want to be alive. I am here because I don't want to cause them more trauma than they have already been through. I am 33. I have been married for over a decade and we have kids. My spouse is gone all the time for work. I suspect cheating. I found messages on his phone. And they also volunteer most of their time when they are home, leaving little to no time for myself or my children. I work mainly to feel any kind of want or importance to someone. It's not even for the money, just to feel like I'm filling the space of feeling like a shell of a human. The overwhelming feeling of dread when I wake up every morning is paralyzing, and the loneliness is just too much. Before I get told, go to therapy or take meds, I already do that. I confess this because the guilt of feeling this way is also overwhelming and makes me worry I don't do enough for my kids or don't perform well enough as a parent to combat those feelings. I try to be involved in all the parent stuff that I hate to cover my feelings or hide my feelings from others. The only reason I haven't been successful in offing myself is that I don't want my kids to suffer. If I go, they will be alone essentially. I love them and want them to have a normalish childhood. This story was a little rough to hear because it feels like the typical story that many people suffer with daily. Also, it doesn't help that the story before this one involved a cheating husband and now they OP believes their husband might be cheating? This is what I mean about the total disregard that cheaters have for other people around them. I hope this OP can have some sort of breakthrough with their therapist, even if it means she leaves her husband. No one should have to wake up every morning feeling like they don't want to exist anymore. I'm uncomfortable with my coworker's God self pronouns, and I'm not sure if I'm allowed to tell people this. There's a coworker who I found out has God self pronouns. This coworker identifies as non-binary, but prefers pronouns God and God self. This person explained it as a xenogender called God gender. This person gets very furious if someone doesn't use them, such as people who are talking about this coworker amongst themselves. I'm just going to come out and say it. 
This makes me feel really uncomfortable. I'm Muslim, moved to the United States a year ago, so it makes me feel wrong to call a human being a god. At the same time, I've heard that transgender politics are a minefield right now in the United States. I even heard that you could lose your job for refusing to use someone's pronouns. I'm not sure if this is true or not, so I'm not sure what to do. I don't want to make enemies here. I'm just saying that it makes me feel really uncomfortable. I kind of relate to this. The pronoun topic is a minefield, and sometimes it's best just to use someone's name. Honestly, I don't think I could find myself using the pronouns of God self personally, even if they were my closest friend. I'm totally cool with people wanting to be their true selves, but much like religion, I don't think your personal feelings or thoughts should affect or alter another person's life. But that's just my opinion. Let me know what you think in the comments. At the same time, I've heard that transgender politics are a minefield right now in the United States. I even heard that you could lose your job for refusing to 